Welcome back, everybody, to episode 26 of the Vancouver Boys podcast. My name is Tyler Erlinson, and I'm joined here with my excellent co-hosts, Jake Jude. What's going on? What's going on? And Marcus Keller. How's it going, everybody? We got a lot to talk to you guys about today. Um, preseason's been going on. Teams are starting to uh, get their, well, somewhat of final rosters mm-hmm. uh, knocked down here. Marcus and Jake actually went to a game. Yes, we did. Yep. On Tuesday, and uh, we'll dive into that. But uh, before we hop into some of our Canucks news here, we're going to pass it over to Marcus for the fake sponsor of the week. Well, thank you, Tyler. Uh, Just a reminder to all our listeners out there that the fake sponsor of the week is only a placeholder for a real sponsor, which we think we'll be able to get someday. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast is brought to you by Carl's Jr. Milkshakes. Much like Louis Erickson, its quality is either decent or or the worst decision you've ever made. Carl's Jr. Milkshakes. There's an 80% chance this was a mistake. (laughs) So I guess we got to go over that real quick. Nothing like a little inside joke. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no. We we just got some Carl's Jr. We brought it over. It's kind of our... Try it out their milkshakes. Yeah. Wednesday's our cheat night, recording night. (laughs) (laughs) We we grabbed some takeout. We went to Carl's Jr. today, and the milkshakes were... um, they're interesting. <laughs> milk with Nesquik chocolate yeah. sauce. It, it was it was bordering on just being chocolate milk. Yeah. It, you know what it tasted like? It tasted like the milk at the end of a bowl of cereal. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just sweet milk. Yeah. But it, it, it's not the not the density you'd expect out of a milkshake at all. Yeah, I can't say I was a fan. Yeah, no. <laughs> Carl's Jr., you let me down. <laughs> chicken strips were great, though. Yeah. Phenomenal chicken strips. If, yeah. <laughs> on that note <laughs> yeah um for any real sponsors who are uh, considering sponsoring us for some reason <laughs> yeah for after that if we haven't quite sold you yet you can always reach out to us by email at vancouverboyshockey at gmail.com and no matter who you are you can always get in touch with us on instagram at vancouverboyspodcast tiktok at vancouverboyspodcast twitch at vancouverboyspodcast and on twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. And thanks so much to everyone for supporting us along the way here. We've been growing pretty consistently. Our Twitch has really taken off. It's been a lot of fun. And come swing by there. Uh, we stream most Wednesday nights. Yeah, absolutely. 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 <laughs> and uh, yeah, with all your guys' help, you we might be able to turn those fake sponsors into real sponsors. Old Mill, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> all right, diving into the preseason here. You guys went to a game the other day. Yes, how we was did. that? First and oh. foremost, well, <laughs> oh, you got something you want to say? No, I just know where you're going to go with this. So go ahead. Okay. Before we talk about the score or any of those <laughs> non-important things about hockey games, <laughs> yeah. I just want to say how great it was to be back in the building. God, I did. Well, no, I knew how much I missed it, but you don't really realize it until you're back. You know, two years since I've sat in those seats, man, it was just, I, I was happy to be there. They're happy to go with you. Yeah. Oh, flattered, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're blushing over yeah. there. Oh, easy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was wicked. And for just for a little bit more context, we went to the preseason game between the Canucks and the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it, like I forgot how much effort 
the Canucks are really putting into like the whole experience of being at the game now, mm. you know, and like they're playing little videos and clips and jokes and stuff and having, you know, the in arena hosts really, you know, get the crowd going. It's cool. And it's, it was a really weird experience because, you know, we haven't had anything even close to like that for so long. That crowd experience hasn't existed in the last two years. Exactly. Yeah. So having that and like having those moments, like doing the wave felt so weird. Yeah. Or even just like, you know, doing the sing-alongs that they'll play. To, it just, so much of it just felt like weird and out of place. But at the same time, it didn't. Did you see that little like Marvel knockoff video they did at the beginning of the game when we yeah, sat well, down? Well, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that plans on going to the games. But it's, yeah, there's a really cool intro video that they play. I thought it was well done. Yeah. No, yeah, it wasn't bad. My sister saw it, but she went to one of the games before me. And said that she found it kind of cheesy and she didn't think I would like it. But I was watching. I was like, no, that's cool as hell. I like yeah, that a lot. Yeah, they're really leaning into the kind of like Canucks through the ages this mm-hmm. year, especially. I didn't actually attend the game, but from watching from TV, uh, it looked like there was a lot of empty fans or em- sorry. All, all Canucks fans are empty on the inside. They've been through a lot. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually get to go to the game, but from watching through the TV, I noticed there was a lot of empty seats there. Uh, do you guys know, like, was that because of COVID protocols or or what was going on with that? Yes, that likely had to do with the 50% capacity that they were allowed to run at. Uh, which, actually, on an interesting note, uh, the uh, uh, single-game tickets go on sale tomorrow for the regular season. And they are selling the building at capacity for wow. those. They're selling the full thing because the provincial mandate on that ends two days before the regular season starts. So they are really banking on them lifting those restrictions yeah, when that happens. Kidding. Which doesn't seem to be the direction that they're, the country's going in. No. But who knows? They can hope, right? But also, well, speaking of the country, the whole NHL, at this moment, we are the only NHL stadium not allowed to operate at 100% capacity. We're the only stadium in the league. Wow. Yeah. It was, Before it was us in Montreal, and Montreal uh, updated theirs about a week and a half ago. So they are now allowed to go to 100% capacity. You'd think like Calgary or something would be at 50%. Calgary yeah, doesn't think. give a shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. The whole province of Alberta is like, you know what? We're just done with this whole COVID thing. <laughs> yeah, my stepdad's working there right now, and he says it's just horrible. You hear about that one city there called like, I think it's called High Level? High is River. The- or is, is it High River? I think so. <laughs> I've sounds never, more accurate. I've never heard of no high-level Calgary. Yeah, <laughs> high-level no. Calgary. But there is a high, there is a high <laughs> river. Okay, maybe it's there, but it's like... I'm on a new level. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, whatever this place is called, it's in Calgary, and it's among the lowest vaccinated cities yeah, in yeah. the entire, like, first... In any first-world country. That, that would make sense. Yeah, they're the highest in Canada, for sure. Yeah. And oh, by far. And they're literally right outside of Calgary. <laughs> yeah. No, really? Yeah, it's if like, it's high river and not high level, which I, I still think it might be. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you could be right. right. Someone bring out the map. <laughs> <laughs> All right, getting out of Calgary because yeah, let's get Calgary. back to the game that we <laughs> yeah. went to. Yeah, exactly. enough of those Calgarians. Yeah. So you guys got to look at uh, Seattle and kind of their what appears to be their full roster. How, how did they look? Yeah, I mean, like, we got to see a lot more of Seattle than we did Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> Which, let's just cut straight to the chase. The game was 4 nothing. Yeah. And no empty netters, by the way. Um, the Honestly, the big thing that stood out for me for Seattle was their defense. Mm-hmm. A lot of that team stems from the defense, you know? Like, Vince Dunn looked great. Uh, Larson looked great, too. They just look like they have a solid decor. 
And uh, I think if they're going to have success this year, it's going to be through them. Well, you have Giordano. Yeah. Larson, two veteran presents that have been around. Vince Dunn, who's a young guy who can put up a lot of points. And whoever the hell else they have, that's yeah. all they need. They got three yeah, good I defensemen. Mean, that's, a, that's a solid decor <laughs> as it is, yeah. Yeah. The, one of the biggest things for Seattle that stood out for me was actually their penalty kill. It was shockingly aggressive. Like, any time a Canuck player had the puck, there was a Kraken player no more than five feet from him. It was crazy how uh, aggressive they were on it. Yeah, it was the most aggressive penalty kill I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, it was almost, like, strange. It felt like watching, I don't want to say a lower-level hockey game. Obviously, they're high-caliber athletes, but it's something that usually NHL coaches advise against. Yeah, you see it more in junior than you do in the pros, for sure. Yeah. Well, just imagine once they get somebody like Yanni Gord back and put him on the PK, it's going to be even more oh, yeah. deadly because he's just another fast guy that can skate around forever. Yeah. Yeah. The, the I wh- think that PK is going to get a lot of shorthanded goals because you notice they will they'll cheat and they'll try to intercept passes on the outside of the of the of the power play. Right, and you know if they poke the puck away, they're gone on a, on a breakaway. But that might be a short term advantage though, because once teams start picking up on them cheating, they can totally exploit that. Exactly. Them. I'm not saying they're going to have the best numbers in the league in no. terms of penalty kill, but I think that they will have quite a few shorthanded goals or at least shorthanded chances. The other thing that probably helped their penalty kill a lot was the fact that Pedersen, Hughes, Besser, and Miller who are all on the top power play unit. From every Everyone on our top power play unit, other than Bo Horvat, was not playing in this game. That being said, the guys that they did have out there, like Pearson and OEL, yeah. they looked good, yeah. right? Like, like, that was a big one, which OEL kind of stunned me with, like, how with it he really was. Like, he, he didn't seem like he wasn't there. He didn't seem like he yeah. didn't care. Like, he was making good plays. He was moving the puck well. He even got a few chances. He looked good. He's smooth, yeah. Yeah, he looks smooth and comfortable. D- defensively, exactly, yeah. defensively, he's a bit of a floater, but uh, in the offensive zone, he's a great playmaker. Well, he's for me, really it was just good. when he had the puck, regardless of where he was on the ice. Yeah, he didn't look frantic. He didn't look like he had no idea what he was going to do with it, like someone else who plays defense for the Vancouver Canucks. Are you talking Ole Ulevi? Uh, no, no. Oh, well, yes, but no, that's not who he means. No, um, Myers may have had, and I do not use this lightly. Maybe his worst outing as a Canuck. Like, it was a brutal game for him. Every time he touched the puck, he did something negative with it. He he almost looked like Derek Pouliot from a couple years ago. Where it was like the guy could not do a good play. Like, him dumping it into the fucking corner would have been exciting. Because he was just like... (laughs) He was doing like... get it all the way there. Exactly. He was doing like drop passes in the corner end of his own end. Like, it was just... It was awful. He he had no idea what he was doing with the puck. Defensively, he was getting beat. He looked slow. He didn't have a single shot on net. He wasn't making very good passes. Everything he did was safe to the 10th degree. It was just... He didn't look like an NHL-level defenseman. No. And he's making $6 million a year. Yeah. Only for the next three years, though. So... I mean, that's, you know. Well, it looks like he's going to be playing with OEL all season, too. It's kind of what they have the projected line to be. Which doesn't make any sense to me. I know. Well, You're just handcuffing OEL more than he already is. Well, nothing makes sense now with Hamannick out. That was like a big part of our plan, just gone. He was supposed to be on the top pairing with Hughes. So now everything's getting shuffled around. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're planning on putting uh, Tucker Pullman with Hughes. From what I hear, and then right. wouldn't it almost make sense to try Rathbone with with OEL, or is that a little too much of the offensive side of things? That's a, a lot of offense, especially considering that Rathbone. Well, I I love him. I thought he looked very talented, 
he makes a lot of what you would call rookie mistakes, like a fair amount of them. And OEL is not the guy you want having to recover for that all the time. Yeah, they had Rathbone playing with Shen. Yeah. And oh boy, I hope they don't play together this season. Man. Yeah. Well, it was pretty there, rough. There was other talks of Shen being on the first line deep pairing with Yes. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. They were running that at a practice a lot. Yeah. Let's just say uh, we really need to make a trade for Ekholm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, because here's the thing: Hamannick is still on the books. So I that know. Yeah, happening. That's the problem. Well, Hamannick's part of the trade. Yeah, yeah. I, I think somebody needs to take one for the team and execute him. <clears throat> wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Executed deal? You mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, so like, yeah, that's a little guy. extreme. Sure. <laughs> sure. That's what I meant. Yeah. Oh God. All right. Well, sticking with the Canucks, or shall I say, ex-Canuck, Louis Erickson has been absolutely lighting it up <laughs> for the Coyotes. Oh, man. Like, if, you, if you've been in a coma for any amount of time and that's a headline anywhere, y- you'd be going right back. <laughs> like, yeah. How the hell is this guy putting up the points he is? Not only is he putting up points, these are good goals. Like, I've seen the replays. These aren't empty netters. The, these are not, like, little tap-ins that he's making from, from the side of the crease or whatever. He's shooting. He's shooting the puck from a ways out, and it's going in to the other team's net. It's <laughs> almost making an argument for me to pick him first in my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> Louis Erickson I mean, in I the first be. round? I would be. If it was a preseason fantasy draft, sure. I'd take him. <laughs> I'd take him pretty high up. Yeah, he's yeah. almost worth that contract. Well, he, he, even the coach was saying, he's like, there's three players that stand out. And one of them is Louis Erickson. He's like, I'm looking at it as a clean slate. And this man looks like one of our best players. Yeah, well, you, there's something to be said about, like, a player's confidence level, right? If you if your team has confidence in you, then you have confidence in them. It can take you a long way. Yeah, and Erickson's going to get 50. <laughs> yeah, 50 and 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, couldn't believe this. Another thing at the game the other night. It's a signed Danny Heatley jersey. Oh, yes, hell yeah. That's right. A Thrasher's jersey. That's right. 1507, so cool. yeah, baby. 15. I yelled that at the guy, too. I was like, hey, 1507. I felt like an idiot. but <laughs> He's probably like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? If you have a signed Danny Heatley jersey and you don't know that, you need to forfeit the jersey. <laughs> Donate it to the podcast collection of jerseys that we got hanging up in the studio now. Yeah, exactly. we'll take it. Find we some got, room for it. <laughs> we got a lot. Yep. <laughs> Start studio overlapping good. All right, sticking with a little bit of Canucks news, we have Klimovich got sent down to Abbotsford. Which is awesome, if you ask me. Everyone thought he was going to end up in the queue. Yeah, I thought that was kind of a sure thing. I thought he had like a deal worked out with one of the teams in the queue. It wasn't a deal. It was just kind of highly anticipated that that's what would end up happening. Right. And he just outperformed everything we thought he could do. Again, not quite enough to make the NHL roster, but I feel so much more confident with his development in Abbotsford now, just having him that close. Mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. Well, also, we're going to get to go over and see him. Yeah. Also, he could he could theoretically get called up. Mm-hmm. So that could happen too. Last piece of news on the Canucks. Sutter looks to uh, start the season on the long-term injury reserve. Yeah, he's um, he's been battling fatigue a lot. Uh, apparently, he just never really recovered after that team COVID outbreak last year, or that's the story that everyone's been hearing. He hasn't been training with the team. He hasn't been skating. It's uh, not looking great for him. So it sounds like that's a big part of why we uh, signed Chasen to a PTO, 
And it's very likely that uh, we're going to end up keeping him around because he's going to have to fill into that uh, 4C spot. Yeah, I mean, Sutter starting on the IR, what else is new? This guy's always injured. I mean, it sounds bad, but, like, at this point, Jesus, the guy's always injured. Yeah, this, but again, this isn't so much an injury. This is more like a, you know, an illness that just yeah. he can't seem to shake. So, yeah. you know, well, obviously hoping the best for him. Yeah, yeah, no, no ill will to him at all. Hopefully he can come back sooner rather than later. But the mm. longer he's out, you know, the longer we'll have Chasen in the lineup as our scapegoat. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah that's right. And we already started that a few weeks ago. Exactly. Before he was even here. I am honestly, <laughs> Chasen's one of the players I'm most looking forward to watching because <laughs> I want to see him like suck <laughs> be like that's why we're not winning exactly <laughs> did you guys see that uh Pedersen and Hughes had to do the uh, bag skate when they on their first ice time can't yeah. say I'm surprised <laughs> no but there there was um there was a big thing with that um when uh, Brock Besser got yeah. signed and he missed that part of training camp and when he came back and he went to do like a regular practice with the guys, it apparently it wasn't the coaches. It was the team that was like, nah, he's got to do the bag skate. So I'm not surprised that they had to do it too. Well, apparently they did like those two did it and they just blasted through it. Oh, really? He's like, yeah. In an interview after Pedersen was talking about Jim Hughes, which is Quinn Hughes's dad. And he was pretty much saying how he pushed them. Like he pushed them super hard and prepared them just like Travis Greenwood. So that when it came time for the bag skate, they were already in NHL form. Somehow that doesn't surprise me about the father of three NHL top 10 picks in the draft. Yeah. That, yeah. that seems about right. Is it so. one, four, and seven with those guys? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. Hey, I'm meaning to ask, do you guys know what the like parameters of the bag skate was? Not exactly. I actually, a few years ago, I think it might have been Green's first year in Vancouver. Me and my grandpa went to the training camp. It was in Rogers Arena. It was just like free. You could walk in. Yeah. And uh, we watched it. And I don't remember exactly how many they had to do. Uh, but I remember after a while going, holy shit, this is the same group still skating. Like yeah. it went for a long time. Yeah. Anyway, into the NHL news, I think, from all around the We're league, We're going to jump right? into the goof. I know. I just give them hard time. Oh. <laughs> you're not funny. Tyler doesn't think you're funny either. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. That's enough. So jumping into any other NHL news. <laughs> ah, just kidding. You guys are clowns. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing. I know. I am what I am. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just embrace it. It's time for the goof of the week. What a goof. Thank you, Tyler. So this is the biggest goof of the week. This is my segment where weekly I scour the internet looking for the player, coach, team, organization, or what have you, and look for the story where we just have someone making a complete fool of themselves. And this week, a very special entry into the biggest goof of the week because we are finally coming back to the NHL. A couple nights ago, the New Jersey Devils and the New York Rangers were playing in a preseason game. And Ryan Reeves went to the corner to get the puck, and following him was P.K. Subban. And we're going to uh, we're gonna show the clip here, and then I'll get you guys' take on, on the clip. 75. You'll see his right leg get taken out, and then this is ugly. His left leg... Oh, my goodness. Subban. What are you doing? You can see the ugliness with the way... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my It goodness. just bends in yeah. all the wrong ways. Come on, brother. That, I think that's the dirtiest thing I've ever seen P.K. Subban do. Yeah, is that 
Is that PK Subban or is that uh, that's PK Subban, man? Yeah, when, are, you, when, are you sure? Are you sure that's not Brad Marchand? <laughs> so we were driving on the way over here when Jake was explaining this to me. Like Jake saw it in the car, and I hadn't seen it yet. And when Jake said he's like, "Oh, PK Subban slew footed Ryan Reeves," and I was like, "Do you mean Ryan Reeves slew footed PK Subban?" And he's like, "No, I don't mean that." Yeah, it threw me for a loop too. But yeah, that's uh, so needless too. Like. I, did, did they have beef before this? Were they like in some kind of feud that I yeah. didn't know about? Yeah, I mean, like I obviously didn't watch the whole game, so I don't know for sure. Maybe something happened. Maybe he said something. But I, I mean, like P.K. Subban, I thought was a smarter guy than this. Like this is a preseason game. This is mean nothing. And you're going to get suspended over this. Or at least I hope he gets suspended. We don't know as of yet. But like, what are you doing? Also, Ryan Reeves is like, he is not going to forget about that. Yeah, but just, no. like just you, wait till he comes yeah, back and you, kills you. You are now on the hit list. You know what's funny is that yeah, they... Him and Tom Wilson. I was yeah. going to say, um, that Evander Kane. <laughs> the Rangers yeah, literally yeah, got there's Reeves. There's a few guys still in the line, but... The Rangers picked up Reeves to take on Wilson. Now I think the play is they have to trade for Wilson to take on P.K. Subban. And then trade Wilson away again to make room for Reeves. <laughs> Somehow, I don't I, think that'll happen. But I, I think that's the play. I would love to see a line of Evander Kane, Ryan Reeves, and Tom Wilson. <laughs> I feel like they would just fight each other. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> line brawl with themselves. I'd love to see that line in like Calgary, <laughs> like just somewhere just totally irrelevant to yeah. the three of them. <laughs> they yeah, just then, all end up then there. You, then you have Matthew Kachuk and Milan Lucic on that same team, or is Lucic and Eric Goodbranson? Oh. Okay, never mind. Not Calgary. No. <laughs> He's yeah. on the WWE. Can we stop talking about Eric Goodbranson? <laughs> right. Like, why do we bring him up as much as we do? <laughs> hey, he's looked pretty good this pre-certified guy, Eric Goodbranson. <laughs> yeah, when we had that party, all the girls were saying Goodbranson was his, their favorite player yeah yeah because he looks good hey we had a party we streamed it on twitch yeah. <laughs> follow us on twitch <laughs> yeah follow, follow the twitch uh vancouver yeah. boys podcast yeah yeah calgary <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway. goodness there you go there's your goodness biggest goof gracious. of the week yeah. pk suban almost never thought i'd say that but yeah biggest goof of the week well PK Subban. i could have seen it coming eventually. yeah but like <laughs> he is definitely a goof but like for that reason Maybe I'm a bit surprised. Yeah, no, no. I'm a bit surprised. Maybe he's just still depressed from uh, his breakup with the <laughs> Holy shit, really? Are they broken up? Oh yeah, they they were they got engaged and then uh yeah. they yeah, split. I, th- I didn't know they split. Yo, I didn't know they split either. Yeah. Lindsay uh something, right? Lindsay Vaughn. Lindsay Vaughn, Vaughn yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, they split. Oh, shit. Huh. It was a little while back, but they split, yeah. I had no idea. Wow, that really surprises me, but Still, I, I can't believe he did that to Ryan Reeves. Yeah. Pick another player, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Like Clayton Keller. I don't yeah. know. Jesus. Somebody, Arizona doesn't have any fighters other than Phil the Thrill. Well, <laughs> I ain't seen him in a fight. All right. Well, sticking with mm. the Coyotes. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? They have uh, Jay Beagle and Anton Roussel. Oh, right. <laughs> I was, right. I forgot about and that. I feel like Chikrin could kick someone's ass if he really wanted to. Yeah. R- Roussel will fight anyone. He'll lose, but yeah. he'll fight anyone. <laughs> That's the, He'll still yeah. do it. That's the Frenchie in him. Yeah. So. Which, like, like France French, not yeah, Quebec like, French. Yeah. <laughs> make that distinction. <laughs> anyway. 
All right, well, sticking with Arizona. Oh, for Alex, God's sake, why do we always talk about Arizona? Alex Galchenyuk. So news there. Why do we give him so much leash with Arizona, too? He'll yeah. go on about them forever yeah. just to try <laughs> to keep true. the franchise there. Yeah. See, I'm people care for you. People care about the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> the Vancouver Boys podcast cares, all right? We love the Coyotes. Well, we'll remember that tagline when we start our charities up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, please yeah. donate to the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> We're starting a go. Please keep them in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> We're starting a GoFundMe so I can buy the team and keep them there. <laughs> and then lose everything. That's that's fine. We got Erickson on the first line. Game over. Yeah. But, a whole lot of jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> but another player that could end up on the first line is Alex Galchenyuk, who is now back in Arizona. Yeah. Second tour of duty there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> second tour of duty everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. A man's been passed around more than a disease. <laughs> <laughs> Which we won't name. What kind of a phrase is that? More than a disease. He's obviously referring to I'm aware of what he's referring to. I'm just saying that's a weird cover. But anyway, yeah, so he left in the Domi trade. Or no, No. sorry, he he went to Arizona in the Domi trade. Yeah, and I think he left in free agency after that. And now he's back. He's back. (laughs) I always thought he had potential way back when, but he's just never lived up to it. Like, coming into the league, I was like, oh, you know, this guy's going to be good. He's a sniper, but he's just let everybody down. Oh, no, my bad. Alex Galchenyuk was traded from the Coyotes in an actually pretty important trade. He was the key piece that brought Phil Kessel to Arizona. Galchenyuk was traded to Pittsburgh. Oh, to Pittsburgh. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. What a trade. And then from Pittsburgh, didn't he leave in free agency? Nope. He was traded to Minnesota from Pittsburgh for Jason Zucker. There were some other pieces. There was a first in there. Yeah, there was a first in there, and that was kind of probably more of what Minnesota was looking for in the trade. But, yeah, they traded Zucker to Pittsburgh for Galchenyuk, a first, and a guy named Kalen Addison. And then after that, he left out of Minnesota, was signed by the— Surprise, surprise. He was signed by the Senators. This guy's been everywhere, man. Um, No kidding. (laughs) And uh, he was signed by the Senators, and then he was traded by the Sens to Carolina for Ryan Dezingle. Holy shit. But granted, he went to Carolina with Cedric Paquette, so there was a little bit more there. And then I'm pretty sure he was moved um, or put on waivers or something to uh, get, end up in, in Toronto. And then... Yes. Yeah, I, he was in was, Toronto last year, like, right? Yeah. I think they took him... Um, I think they claimed him off waivers. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, they did. Anyway, so... But he's been around. Like, you weren't kidding. He, yeah. He, the guy has been around. I told you. But yeah. And it's funny because, like, every trade this guy's a part of, he becomes, like, less and less and less of a piece in the trade. Yeah. Like, the first trade, obviously, was Max Domi for Alex Galchenyuk straight up. And then, yeah, we just went downhill from there. Well, not that Domi really went places either. I think Domi would have better potential if he came to Vancouver. I've been saying this (laughs) since we started. I think episode one, I think I went on a rant about how we should have traded for Domi. Okay. (laughs) God, I'd be such a better GM than... Fucking Jimbo. Do such a good job. Thing that I I'll just talk about Benning for a second. The one thing that he still continues to earn my respect for is his drafting, which I know is his scouts, not him. Mm-hmm. But like after watching Pod Coles the other night, like it's stupid. Every year for the last five or six years, there's been a rookie for this team that's just like they're good. Like they're yeah. a good young rookie player cracking the lineup. It's mental. Yeah, it, look, it, it, but it's weird how they seem to be spaced out that way. Where one year we take uh, Horvat makes his rookie debut, then Besser makes his debut, 
then Pedersen, then Hughes, then Hoaglander. These are all one year after the next. And now Pod and now Colson. Pod Colson. Yeah. And next year could be Danila. I don't be. think it'll be Danila. Yeah. Oh, it yeah, could be. It could look at the he's already ahead of his development. We didn't think he was going to even be in the AHL right now, and he is. Well, right? well, we'll see how he does this year. We will. Yes, we will. Time we will, will tell. See. Time will tell. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and for Demko, it's almost hard to say when his. Uh, well, I mean, no. Technically, his rookie season was the year before last year, but he'd been like yeah, up goalies and down. are weird because, like, yeah, it's it's really their rookie season should be considered when they're like they broke out as a starter. Yeah, and this, but it's also hard to be able to tell because a lot of times they'll do like a tandem thing. Yeah, and then take over. As a well, starter. that's what they did with him. He was Markstrom's backup. Then he kind of split with Holtby last year, but yeah. proved to everyone too that he was the better goalie. Yeah. At this year is the first year where he's gone into a season, and it's abundantly clear that he is the starter. Yeah. It's the same thing that uh, UC Soros did with Pecorini. You don't say, do you? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Now, there's two <laughs> names I never thought we'd bring up on this podcast. Every week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to hear something funny? I want to hear something funny. Yeah. All right. Well, Jake Vertanen. Oh, boy. I wouldn't say it's all that funny, but he scored the other night in his uh, in his first game. Guess who he's playing on the line with? If you say Leipzig, I'm going to shit my pants. If you say VC. <laughs> Elias Pedersen's brother. Really? No shit. <laughs> yeah. Emil. I yeah. didn't know he went to the game. He's playing on a line with Emil Pedersen. I thought he was still in the SHL. No. Huh. He, More money in the K, right? Yeah. yeah. That That's who he was playing with. So I was like, damn, I cool. saw that the other night. I was like, all right. Because right. they're in the regular season already, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Huh. All right. Well, that's Good enough. That's enough of Jake Vertanen news yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bring us into the break. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, I think we should dive into break here. Yeah. Well, uh, Jake Vertanen ruined it. Yeah. He kind of kind of ruined everything for us. <laughs> we all need yes, a breather. Yes, he did. <laughs> well, we'll we'll jump back into some NHL news uh, when we get back from break here. Stick around. We'll see you in a bit after our fake sponsor. This week's episode of the Vancouver Boys Podcast is brought to you by Carl's Jr. Milkshakes. Much like Louis Erickson, its quality is either decent or the worst decision you've ever made. Carl's Jr. Milkshakes. There's an 80% chance you'll regret this. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a 6 by 6 Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back, everyone, from break. I'm so glad you guys waited that two minutes because now we have nothing it was to talk not about. Two minutes. <laughs> two it's, minutes. About, it's about 40 seconds of music. Yeah, and well, even that's a lot. <laughs> I, I hope you enjoyed your music yeah. uh, because now we're just <laughs> going to sit here in none. silence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we no. like to take 30, 30 minutes of silence yeah. for, <laughs> <laughs> for I don't know what, but I'm sure yeah. something will come up. Yeah, we all just take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> we come back. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. Well, sticking with uh, Jake Vertanen since we left with that, Jake's got a little bit of a story for us. Yeah. So we mentioned at the top of the show that Marcus and I went to the uh, the uh, Canucks game the other night, and I was surprised to see that Jason Dickinson is number eighteen. I, d- I didn't know that he had picked that number in the off season. So I said to Marcus when we were at the game, I go, "Hey, man, like it's kind of a weird number for him to pick. I think that it'd be cursed, especially now." And I'm sure a lot of our listeners, you know, know that, yeah, that's because that was Jake Vertanen's number. Well, Marcus, 
sits there for yeah, at least 10 minutes. I think it was like closer to 13. And this is in game time, yeah. not like real. It was time. like during the second period. Yeah. yeah. And finally, after the period, I couldn't take it anymore. And I just told him it was Jake Vertanen. It, it was so annoying. Like he looked at me and he's like, it's cursed. And I'm like, why? <laughs> he's like, well, what do you mean? Why? And like, he was smart enough not to give me the answer too. <laughs> but like I sat there and he's like, I'm going to tell you at the end of the period, but I'm going to make you wait until then. And literally when I was thinking of number 18 for the Canucks, the first thing that came to my mind was Chris Tanev in his rookie season in like 2011. <laughs> this guy was guessing like Jalen Chatfield. Yeah, I was <laughs> guessing like weird. Derek I was like, who Boy. the hell? I don't know why it didn't connect for me that Vertan and War 18. I don't know why that didn't immediately come into my head, but I could not think of it. I just didn't associate it. And I don't know like, why. He was like, hey man, can you uh, give me a hint? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. He's been here for a while. He was, he was in Vancouver for a while. He goes, wow. Yeah, at least five years. Just loses it. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, five years? That's like when we were really bad. I'm like, who who did we bring in when we were bad? This would have been when we were getting all those high draft picks. <laughs> never occurred to me that it was one of the high draft <laughs> yeah. picks. Just not one that worked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that oh, was, uh, yeah. Because I don't know, I don't know what happened. Again. <laughs> okay. Enough. This week's goof of the week. <laughs> what a goof. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not the goof of the week. It's still, still PK Subban. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be the goof of the week when he gets put in the fucking hospital by Ryan Reeves. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait to watch that first game. It's going to be oh, so yeah. exciting. Well, yeah, assuming Ryan Reeves yeah, hopefully is injured he's okay. from it. Yeah, he'll Jesus. be fine. He's tough as nails. Oh, and I know this is a podcast, so we can't show our listeners what happened, but please do go and look if you haven't seen it already. Yeah, he's a he's a tough guy. Even if he's got no legs, he'll still come out on the ice. Jesus. Yeah, come out in a wheelchair and kick yeah. your ass. Canucks <laughs> fans know he'll play on crutches. They didn't mean Trevor Linden. They meant Ryan Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> he'll hit you with his crutch. <laughs> Bonk you over the head with it. Is that Evander Kane? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, settle down, Ryan. You're enough painkillers to take down a horse, man. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to dive into Evander Kane, oh, oh, yeah. I, I mean, this I guess week's segment yeah. of what did yeah. Evander Kane do? Yeah. yeah, we can definitely we can definitely jump into Evander Kane here. Oh my god, I can't believe this guy's been a news story every week for the last six to eight weeks. We need to have intro music for yeah, this I now. Mean, honestly, it needs to have its own segment intro. Yeah. Well, hopefully this yeah, is among yeah. the last times we yeah. have to do I think we probably this. missed the boat on that, but yeah. Yeah, well, who knows? Yeah. Something, else, something else will come up next week. Yeah. So Kane's COVID protocol details were released, and uh, it's kind of a funny story. <laughs> it always is with this guy. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he submitted a fake vaccine card to the league. Yikes. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, come on. Like you're not an 18-year-old trying to get into a club. You're a grown man that yeah. has to do your job. Yeah. Would would this be career-ending? Like, if they prove, yes, he did that, is that contract terminated, career over? It's hard to say for certain, but I think once you look at all the other stuff going on with him, it's kind of no question, right? Like, if, if picture this. Had it been any other player in the league, would you have had that thought? I think so. Really? Just because of how much emphasis is being put on it right now, especially by the media, like whatever your beliefs are, the reason they exist is to keep people safe. Okay. By doing this, he's actively counteracting those measures that governments are, are taking to try to keep COVID from spreading. 
And and not just, you know, it, it it's one thing if, you know, back when they had travel restrictions, oh, you traveled somewhere you weren't supposed to and, you know, you came back, whatever. This is a thought out plan. Like he went somewhere to get a fake card and it, it, it's like caught trying to use it. Yeah. This man's man just a legend. Well, it's not, not like the word I would use. <laughs> Gold <laughs> standard legend. Yeah. Right to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> right to the Hall of Fame of screwing up. I think it's funny that in this story, it wasn't that like he got caught with it at an Applebee's. You know, like, <laughs> that would have been so much funnier. <laughs> but no, like he got caught giving it to the league is yeah. like his evidence for getting vaccinated. Well, we think, we think, we don't know well, where exactly right, yeah. this happened, but it's presumed that it, it was something that the league checked up on. Yeah. But I don't think in their policy it says you cannot give a fake vaccine card to your Applebee's waiter. <laughs> I don't think that's what it says. Yeah. They don't have a suspension written out for that yet. Yeah. No, Kane kicked out of Applebee's for fake vax card. That, that, that would be, oh my God, there's there's our clickbait right there. There's our clickbait. Kane is the new spokesperson for Applebee's. Yeah, YouTube channel. <laughs> there we go. That's the other things with everything else going on in his life. Would he not have the common sense to go, I should probably stop doing stupid shit yeah. just for a couple months. Also, the one thing you I'm, know? I'm kind of amazed by is like most of the time when players are involved in this kind of controversy, they take like a leave of absence, you know, yeah. to like step out of the spotlight and like settle things down. Well, technically he has. He's not at their training camp or anything. Yeah, He's but that's just... not of his own volition. No. I think that's probably imposed by the team. Yeah. See, when you're in a hole, there's only two ways out. Either climb up or try and dig your way out. And I guess he's digging straight down. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to dig his way out of a hole. Jeez. I mean, but in a weird way, is this almost best case scenario for San Jose? That like they're adding more and more reasons, not just to have him kicked off the team, but to have his contract nullified, therefore giving them that cap space back. In a way, is that a good thing for San Jose? I think so. With, with San Jose's situation, they have so many terrible contracts. To get rid of him is is quite a big relief. So I, I think it's their best best option is to hope for the best, get rid of him, try and get the team working back together as a full because he's just a cancer in the room. Sounds like a PR nightmare to me, though. You know, like if they are oh, you actively, think? Try <laughs> 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 like actively trying to get rid of Evander Kane, yikes! And like null and void his contract. Yeah. Whoa. Like what? What's the last? The last one I can think of is Brendan Leipzig, who I don't think I've ever mentioned on this podcast, and now that's twice in one day. But I think that's the last contract I can think of in the NHL just getting terminated. I, I Dude, I, I have no idea. I can't think of a single other one. I couldn't even think of Brendan Leipzig if you tested me on it, though. Yeah, well, like, I wouldn't have thought of that. That's only because he's a Canucks legend. And uh, Preds legend. I believe. I believe uh, yes. Brandon. Yes, yes, he was yes, drafted he was. by the Preds. He was. And, and then he was traded to Toronto. And only a bit of presence. No, I don't know, I know where it was, but somehow uh, Vegas took him. A, I don't know after if it was the Canucks. After the Canucks, Leipzig went to Vegas after. No, no, no. Canucks. We got him from Vegas. Yeah, he was in the expansion draft. Yeah, that's right. Was he? I was going to say I couldn't remember if it was in the draft or if it was one of the dealings that happened yeah. with the draft. All right, all right, all right. So yeah, he was drafted by the Predators. He was traded to the Toronto Maple Leafs for Oli Jokinen. Oh no, he's traded with Oli Jokinen for Cody Franson and Mike Santarelli. What a trade! In February. <laughs> what a trade! <laughs> I remember when that happened because that was like one of the first trades that happened while I was like really getting into the Preds. Right. So I remember when that trade happened, and this is actually like super interesting. So really, that, it, yeah, because in that trade, it was 
Cody Franson and Mike Santorelli for Ole Okunin, Brandon Leipzig, and a 2015 first-round pick. Who the first become? Right, 2015 first-round pick. That pick became Travis Konechny. Holy, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. Man, it was a blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Philadelphia legend. Yeah. Wow, that went in a very interesting direction. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, I'm, I'm almost done talking about Leipzig here, but I, I do want to, Do you guys know what he actually did or why I he got no terminated? Clue. It was something to do with him, uh, like, bullying a girl or something, right? Technically, yes, but in a really <laughs> weird way. So what happened was he was here and... Did, sorry, did it say on... Do you, Washington. He was here and he ended up in Washington. I was just going to ask, do you still have him there, how he went from here? Or no. did you get... Okay, never mind. It must have been free agency okay. or something. So we let him go after the season. And I was really upset about that at first because he was actually pretty skilled. He was a really good kind of... No, I would call him a third liner. Like, that's that was his skill level. That's fair. And he was a good one, too. Like, he had a scoring touch. He was gritty. I liked him. And so when we let him go, I was confused. But then there were some rumors that in the locker room there were some problems and stuff. Goes to Washington, and that's where it comes out that he, basically his Instagram account got hacked. Like, someone got into it and looked at his DMs and screenshotted them and sent them out. There were screenshots of him messaging his brother and some friends, and it was all shit-talking players on the Canucks. Or that's what got leaked anyway. Who knows what else was in there. But one of them was him making fun of Jake Vertanen, which is why I said it would be funny if they were on the same line in in <laughs> Russia earlier. Because oh, okay. like it was well known that like Leipzig hated Vertanen like, after mm. this exchange. And the worst one, though, was what he was saying about Tanner Pearson's wife. There was a picture sent in the chat of like, it looked like a Canucks PR picture of like Tanner or uh, yeah, Pearson throwing a puck over the glass to what was obviously his wife and kids. Mm -hmm. And Leipzig was in there talking about how his wife was fat and imagine going home to that whale after being on the road, like awful, awful things. And so when that got released, when whoever hacked into his account released those screenshots, it was enough that Washington was able to terminate his contract. So Cap totally off the books, players gone, forgotten, completely null and void contract. Imagine and he went being, over to the K. Imagine being a fourth liner and talking shit about a second liner. Yeah. What is funny, though, is now that they could probably end up playing against each other because they're both in the KHL, to my understanding, Vertanen yeah. and Leipzig. Oh, Vertanen That'd be funny to watch. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vertanen is twice that guy's him. size. Yeah. Yeah. On, on that note, though, yeah, Brandon Leipzig was taken in the expansion draft. Oh, he I was? I wanted to clear that up. Yeah, he was taken from Toronto. Yeah. So Weird. That's okay, how he ended nice. up in Vegas. And then, yeah, yeah, the Canucks traded Philip Holm for Brandon Leipzig. Well, I guess Toronto at that time would have been able to, they wouldn't have even had to protect all their young stars. They wouldn't have been eligible for exactly. it yet. It was yeah. 2017, right? Yeah. They had just drafted Matthews, so. Makes all sense. Right, well, sticking with young players, Brady Kachuk. Oh, this gets my blood boiling. Absolutely boiling. Uh, <laughs> he's still working on a contract here. Uh, what do you guys take of that situation? Just before we, uh, Jake's lid blows off here. It is now being reported that Ottawa is preparing to start the season without Kachuk. That's just the expectation is he's not going to sign before the season starts. Now I'm going to throw it over to Jake. Who's oddly very upset about this. Oddly. I, I see steam coming. Yeah, out of I'm, his head. I'm a little I get, like I figured you wouldn't be happy about it, but like you seem really upset about this. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, so first of all, I saw something that came out the other day. 
that Brady Kachuk has never had over a 50-point season. He has not. And he seems to think that he's worth more than $8 million a year. What the hell? First of all, he's 20, maybe 21. Fact of the matter is, is he is a very young player. There is no reason this kid should think that he should make any more than eight. Eight is even an overpayment for right now. But you know what? I could understand that if he signed a long-term deal and it was negotiated with the right terms. But the problem here is that he isn't even willing to negotiate a bridge deal with this team. He has made it very clear he does not want to be in Ottawa. And I feel bad for, for the Ottawa Senators, you know? They made some amazing draft picks. They made some great decisions and they did the rebuild the way it should be done. And they're going to get fucked over because Brady Kachuk is being an asshole. It's just, it's, it's kind of deflating as a, cause you know, I've mentioned this on the podcast a few times. The Preds are obviously my favorite team, but the Sens are my, my second, maybe third favorite team. And it's just so deflating to see how this team's going to go down because this kid just is being greedy and would rather be famous than, I don't know. It's it's frustrating. I really just want to see that team do well, and I think he'd be a great piece on that team. But if he doesn't want to be there, he's only going to be a cancer to the team, and he's not going to help the team grow. Tyler, you want me to see? You want me to get Jake going here? Yep, absolutely. Get me going. I'm already fucking pissed. Uh, let's let's turn this up a notch. So here's the thing: we've talked about how Calgary needs to restructure their team. Should they make a play for Brady Kachuk? <laughs> Got the blood boiling. Jake's turning red. I've been friends with Jake for a while now. He's never looked at me like that before. It's making me kind of uncomfortable. I don't know who this Jake guy is. (laughs) No. (laughs) Sends should make a play for Matthew Kachuk. But but Brady wants out. I mean, if I'm Matthew, I want out of there too. Yeah. Have you? Do you think Matthew really wants to stay in Calgary? I think they both want to go to the states. I don't think either one of them. One of them wants yeah, to go to Canada. Yeah, no, I would agree with that. But no, I. I'm but do you, so do you think they'd rather play in cities they like separately in the states, or maybe in a place they don't love together in Canada separately? Yeah, I think they would. Yeah, those guys. No, I don't think they really care about playing together. I well, think they both want to play in St. Louis. I was just gonna say their dad played in St. Louis. Their right? dad lives in St. Louis. I don't know. That's a pretty crazy it. trade, and, though. And they're really good friends with Robert Thomas, who lives at uh, Keith Kachuk's house. Honestly, I would say it'd be cool, but Jesus, the price to get both of those guys from separate teams. Well, hopefully it might one not be walks. as high as I think. <laughs> if they just end up in, in unrestricted free agency, they'll get there and eventually. No, okay, well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Also, like, if they demand a trade, it can happen. Yeah. That being said, the whole Seth Jones situation kind of, like, surprises me that, like, if people ask for trades, their value apparently doesn't go down. It seems to go up, I guess. Well, I mean, Tarasenko wants out. <laughs> so you could send him in a package for one of them, at least. Yeah, yeah in a package yeah. with what? Two firsts? Well, I don't even remember. Like, a couple weeks ago, Tyler was saying that, or maybe it was you saying Tarasenko for Gaudreau, Tarasenko for fucking Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> one for one. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, let's not talk about this anymore. It just pisses me off. It, honestly, we couldn't tell. Honestly, it reminds me a lot of the Marner situation. Marner? Yeah, how he just held out and held out for this giant paycheck. Yeah, didn't he only sign like just before Christmas? Like no, he held no, out. You guys are thinking of Nylander. Oh no, yeah, yeah, I know you're, right. Think, you're right. Well, no, I'm thinking of Marner too because yeah, Marner, Marner held he, out too. He held, he held out, for a while, out, but for the Nylander the held out all the way until like December first. Yeah, he only came back like three days before the deadline where he would have yeah. had to sit the whole season. Yeah, but I, I think Nylander's contract at least at the end of the day 
is decent where I think Marner's overpaid. I would argue they're both overpaid, but but the way Nylander's worked out is it's like an average of seven something. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. Ten of it was in that first year. Yeah, that's why it seemed worse at the beginning. Yeah. But I mean, Marner's is just huge. Yeah, he's just like ten point six or whatever for. Ever. Yeah. Also, as the years go by, those big contracts get less and less bad, right? Because nine million this year is, you know, kind of an average contract. Whereas in twenty ten that would have been massive. Yeah. yeah. So but it's like then again, when they signed those contracts, they were expecting the salary cap to gradually keep climbing. Uh, but with COVID, that's kind of frozen things a little bit. The cap is staying pretty flat for a while now. Yeah, that's true. So in other hockey news, Canada and Sweden have named Three players each to their Olympic rosters. You guys want to take a guess at uh, a crack at who made it for Canada? Okay, I'm thinking Crosby probably because he's, he's you know been on every Olympic team. Probably going to be the captain. So, yeah, since like 2008. Connor McDavid, because again, obvious. And then I'd go McKinnon probably. It was actually Alex Petrangelo as the third. You got the other two oh. right. Oh, okay, okay. Alex, uh, yeah, I can get behind that. Like, I, I mean, guess it, it makes sense. He would he's make probably your best Canadian defenseman. I would say. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. There's an argument to be made there for sure. I mean, I guess I can see why they wouldn't just want to name three forwards. That would kind of be a little, I don't say boring, but I get why they'd want to spread it out a little bit. And they mentioned this a couple days ago. Uh, it was Doug Armstrong who's the GM of Team Canada. I don't know why I had it in the back of my head that Luongo was the GM. Yeah, I could have sworn we even covered that like a couple of months ago. Yeah. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, Luongo's actually the GM for the World Cup team and, oh, not, and oh, not the Olympic oh. GM. Okay, well, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah I thought okay. it was both. Wouldn't that... Wait, that would have been so much funnier if, like, say Luongo was the GM yeah. if he'd announced it but just did it as a tweet. Like, just how he does everything. Like, by the way, I'm picking McDavid. Yeah, Yeah, with the first overall pick for Team Canada. (laughs) That would have been put no context, nothing. Just, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm taking McDavid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd love to see him get into, like, Twitter battles with the other GMs over who they think they should take. Like, ah, that's no good. That's no good. Trade offers. We have a trade to announce. (laughs) We've revoked his citizenship. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like like Vertanen is signing with Team China. (laughs) <laughs> oh boy uh, what do you say Josh saying? Yeah. yeah Josh saying we've Jay traded him to China <laughs> oh god and that sucks I was really looking forward to seeing Luongo possibly with another gold medal around his neck yeah possibly. Awesome. like well, no one's saying that it'll never happen but no no I mean <laughs> what are you talking about he's gonna be the starting goalie <laughs> yeah he's yeah. gonna get named <laughs> to the net. team <laughs> That'd be hilarious, too, if for shits and giggles, one game, he just watched on the bench full goalie gear. He's sitting there in a ball cap. Yeah, <laughs> the gold medal game. He's the backup goalie. I could see the puck go flying at him, though, and him just make, like, a no-look glove save. Oh, yeah. And then a huge windmill. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Embellish it. That's one of my favorite things about him. He would catch the puck, like, right at his chest. Yeah. Swing his arm all the way around. He had to sell that shit. Oh yeah, he was for, it was. A, for the I fans, loved it though. Sure. I oh, loved yeah. it. Oh yeah. You know, once once you have the puck, I don't care what you do with it. Just don't throw it in your yeah. net. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> kind of one thing I care very yeah, okay. much about. But that's what I mean. Like once you know, okay, I have the puck. I'm not gonna lose it. Sure, do the fucking can can if you want. I don't care. <laughs> that's awesome. 
<laughs> All right. Always liked that about him. A little showmanship. Roberto Luongo, not yeah. the GM of <laughs> Team Canada. <laughs> right. <laughs> they became a big part of this conversation without having any reason to be part yeah. of this conversation. <laughs> All right. You mentioned there was uh, some Sweden picks, too. Yep. So Sweden also named three players. You guys want to take a crack at who those guys are? Elias Pettersson (laughs) and the Sedins coming out of retirement (laughs) and play in the Olympics. Uh, No, it's actually... Wait, wait, hold on. on. I didn't get a chance here. (laughs) All right. I'm going to take it a slightly more realistic direction. Um, What do you mean by that? (laughs) You think it's realistic that the Sedins are coming out of retirement? I think they could. No. They do a lot of cardio. Uh, Louis Erickson. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly who I was going to cut you off and say. And that's exactly where I was taking that. Oh, okay. Sorry. I stole your joke. I'm going to go with Gabriel Landeskog, Victor Hedman, and Robin Leonard? Almost. Oh, fuck. Really? Almost. So the Sedines were named. Shut no. the fuck <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was Mika Zabinajad. Really? Yep. Wow. Gabriel Landeskog. And Victor Hebben. Okay, so we got two out of the three. Again, so they went for a defenseman in there too. So that seems to be a... Yeah, they're just screw the goaltending. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like Sweden doesn't really have a lot of options. Yeah, Henrik Lundqvist. It's like Jacob Markstrom, Robin Leonard, and that's kind of it. Markstrom, I mean, like we've seen him be a solid goalie before, right? He had a down year in Calgary last year, but like there's nothing to say that he won't have a solid performance over there. And I don't blame that team's uh, lack of success on him either. Sweden's, no, Sweden's going to get He's torched. a good goalie. He's just been on bad teams. I'm calling yeah. it now. Sweden is going to get torched. Yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going to have a very good tournament either. I think they'll be better than you guys are giving them credit for, but I, I'd say I could, I think they'll be in the bronze medal game. Really? Yep. So you think that they are going to be better than Canada, U.S., Finland, and Russia? Like one of those four teams. You think they're going to be better? China. I would say, I would say yes. Between Finland, Russia, and Sweden, I think there's a solid competition to see. Like I don't think. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, I don't think right now you can call it clearly that Sweden isn't going to make it. I'd say, I'd say they've got. Pretty much any of those teams have close to a 50-50 chance of making it in. I mean, Canada is pretty much a lock for the gold medal game, in my opinion. Finland's going to win. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. Yep. Yeah. Look who they have in you net. Know, you know who their first line's going to be? Do you know who their starting goalie is? <laughs> oh, get over it. Their first line is going to be Sebastian <laughs> Ajo, Patrick Laine, <laughs> And, and Jesse yeah, Pugliarvi. <laughs> hell yeah. That was their world junior. Yep. Uh, and they yep. won with that line. Yeah. They're bringing it back. But yeah. no, I think I this saw ain't a no mock-up. world juniors though. Yeah. I think I saw a mock-up that that's their second line. I don't <laughs> think that's their first line. <laughs> but yeah. But more importantly, UC Saros is probably wow. going to be the starter. <laughs> I think he's going to start. It, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> he's fucking better. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to win the Vesna this yeah. year. <laughs> Unless Mika Kiprasov comes out of retirement, nobody's stopping him. What you said, though, about Sweden, I don't want to sell them short either because you're right. They don't have a lot of options in net, but the options they have are good options. Like Markstrom and Leonard is a a horrible boy. I know you keep saying (laughs) that, but he's not that bad. We'll see. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, usually I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, this season we'll get a better idea. But, like, this season we're really not. He's He's going to be on a really good team. Yeah. He's really not going to get tested that often. Look look when he was playing for Buffalo. He was trash. Well, he was on trash. I don't care. 
trash. I, I like to think like when he was playing for the Islanders, that was a good test. Or even Chicago. Well, the Islanders play such a good defensive game that it's just like any goalie they have looks good. Varlamov looks like the best goalie in the league. I've actually heard that they have a really good goalie coaching out there. Probably. And they have Barry Trotz. Yeah. Well, like, think about it. Oh, actually, that's what it was, is the goalie coach in New York right now with the Islanders, right, mm-hmm. is the same goalie coach that developed Pekka Rene because oh, he was the goalie coach for Barry Trotz. That when he was makes in sense. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's kind you, of... So what, anything blocker side's going in. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to... Like, Varlamov, Varlamov will be lights out until the finals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just disappear. Oh, okay. If they ever make it that far. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the U.S. makes it to the gold medal game? Nope, I don't. I think they get they stomped. A good team, though, man. They got a really good team in terms of like star players. But do they play well together? That's always the question. Yeah, I mean, also, it just doesn't matter. Like, look at Canada. Canada is insane. Canada has the two best players in the world by a wide margin. There's just there's no competition, in my opinion. Yeah, and the third best players on Germany. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was going to say you could make a, de- a case that Dreisaitl could belong up there with McKinnon, but yeah, his team does not belong up there with McKinnon's team. Yeah, no. So he's got I don't Stutzla. Think he does have Stutzla. Probably not meddling <laughs> yeah, in this I tournament. Don't think they're going to do that well. Yeah, they're, they're bronze medalists. It'll be cool sure. to see them play together, though. Yeah, it's be really cool. That, that's the always the fun thing about the Olympics is it almost doesn't matter if it's a great team or not. You usually get to see cool combinations like that. Can't wait to watch Team China. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Joshua I'm, Sang's going to tear it up. <laughs> I want to see these great line combinations that they yeah. have. I can't believe they're still actually going to compete in this. Oh, yeah. It's, it's mental. <laughs> I just can't oh. believe they put them in a group with Canada. Like, you couldn't have found somewhere where the top team wasn't well, it's, it's quite done. the undisputed heavyweight in the world. Well, it's done also by like a formula, right? Like it's like wherever you placed last time, know, and then they do some van dangling and you know, people use end a little up common they... sense too. What the IOC having common sense? Well, yeah, no. You, you know what? I got a fucking problem with the IOC. <laughs> do you know <laughs> what's that? More than one person can win the gold medal. What? Yeah, more than one person in the same event. What are you talking about? Did you not see the high jump in the Olympics in the Summer Olympics here? You Did know what? anyone I, I, see the high I jump? I might have missed Olympics? it. I think it was on at three thirty in the morning on a Tuesday, <laughs> I, and I, also it was the high jump. I actually <laughs> watched it. Did you? Yeah, I actually really did. Okay. Big high jump guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> huge high jump. Guy. Whoa, those guys can really jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sign this kid yeah. to the NBA. Yeah. When you're in like elementary school, you must have walked into the gym during track week, seen the big mat with the bar, and gone, "Fuck yes!" I did high jump in high school. Really? Yeah. Actually, elementary school, middle school, all of it. I loved high jump. I did zero track events. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. I was so bad at track. I liked. I liked it. I loved to run. You know, jump. You know what I always wanted to try? I jumps for you then. Pole vaulting. No, you don't. Pole vaulting. Yeah. I always thought that'd be fun to try. There's you no just run shot. Full That's gonna flight, be fun. Jab something <laughs> in the ground, fucking launch yourself into the air. I think that's awesome. That's so cool. I'd love to do javelin. I think we should try it in the backyard. Javelin? It's just not javelin. Throwing spears. <laughs> <laughs> no javelin, javelin in the backyard. In the backyard. <laughs> We're trying pole vaulting. Toss off. it down okay. the street. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's your big problem? Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. No, Two people yeah, can win the gold it, medal. It's that multiple people can win. And it's like, at the end of the day, there's one gold medal, there's one silver, and one bronze. Yeah. You shouldn't be able to get two gold medals and a bronze. 
Yeah, it, I see it just doesn't work like that. Wait, so so they just jumped the exact same height. Yeah, and then they both chose instead of continuing on that they didn't want to jump anymore and <laughs> they were tired and, and they no and <laughs> they actually asked if they could both share the gold medal and they each got a gold medal what that's no so that's stupid. so stupid it, that's like, what happened well but no think about it of course you would say yes because yeah. otherwise you're like would you rather roll the dice on maybe walking home with silver or just going hey I don't care about this guy. He yeah. can take whatever he wants. As long as I like, get my gold medal, I don't care. It's like if a game ended after the third period tied and they were like, do you want to play overtime or do you want to just both win the gold? No, it, it'd be like in the Stanley Cup finals if after the third period they're tied just going, do you guys both just want to take a picture with the trophy and then drink a whole bunch on the flight home? <laughs> or, or do you want to go to overtime and decide a winner? They <laughs> also was... just happen to have a spare gold medal lying around. Like, yeah. is that not something they produce a certain amount of? <laughs> yeah. No, they just, they just cooked they one just, up in the yeah. oven. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they Let put me just in... fire up the kiln real quick. <laughs> yeah. we'll get yeah, a they, they put in their order. Made. Can we get 235 gold medals plus or minus a few? Yeah, <laughs> just in case someone ties at the high jump. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently you can do that. Yeah. That's my biggest problem with them too now. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. What a tangent about the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. Now jumping into the inbox. <laughs> Splash. Splash. Into the inbox. We're in there. Oh, We got a question here from one of our listeners. Kelvin asks, what do you think of Seattle's lack of high-end offensive talent? Well, I didn't notice it at the game I went to because they <laughs> yeah. blew us out for nothing. Yeah, and the offensive talent they had came from the defense in that game. <laughs> yep. So that's something to be said. Yeah, I mean, well, like that'll happen in an expansion draft. All the high-end offensive talent gets protected. Yeah. So you take a bunch of second and third liners and, uh, you know, they're they're doing what they do. But who knows? You know, Matthew Beniers or Beignet or however you want to pronounce it, he, uh, he could develop into being a high-end offensive talent. So maybe it's just you know, down the road a little bit. I guess here's the thing is there at the end of the day, they're an expansion team with not a lot of high expectations put on them anyway. Right. I would bet that they miss the playoffs and yeah, their lack of offensive talent is going to be part of it, but that's also not a bad thing in your first year as a team. Vegas, we have to accept was an anomaly. That's not the standard for what an expansion team should perform. Like it was never meant to be that way. Seattle is built the way that expansion teams should be, theoretically. They're going to be a middle-of-the-pack team. They yeah, have middle-of-the-pack players. I totally disagree with you. Really? I, yeah, I think that, like, the, first of all, the expectations are high because of, of Vegas. I think that they were given the ability to be a good team right out of the gate because of the way that the expansion drafts were set up. Like, it's just, it's different. They're not the way they were in the past. Because think about it, in the past, when these expansion drafts happened, the teams sucked and then folded. And we don't want that to happen anymore. So the expansion drafts are set up in a way that they will be successful right now. But that's so contradictory of everything you always say. You, you're you always pissed that Vegas was as good as they were. I'm not saying I'm not as pissed as, the, as they were. Well, you, you said that that's what they're supposed to be like. Well, no. Yeah, no, but I'm, they're not, they're not they're supposed to be Vegas. They're supposed to be decent, though. Like... And I'm not happy about it. I'm just saying that's what happened. You have to remember one other thing, and that's that the Vegas expansion was 2016? 17. 17. So four years ago, Vegas just did an expansion draft. And guess what? Vegas got 100% immunity to this expansion draft. So theoretically, the 
a lot of the team that Seattle would have taken had they come into the league first is gone and not only gone, but they can't even take one player from them. They're just immune to it. Mm -hmm. So they were kind of playing with a bit of a watered down uh, league compared to what Vegas had to select from. That being said, though, a lot of the players that are on the Vegas Golden Knights aren't from that expansion draft anymore. Like they well, no, not anymore, but that was that's because it was four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, they had some success from it. But Seattle only came into the league this year. So it's it's kind of, you know, the the league has shifted since then. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. <laughs> Thanks, Claude <laughs> <Classic>. Bertuzzi. <laughs> Classic commentary. Uh, I mean, I wish Seattle would be just the worst team possible and they could literally pick from Jesus. wow from what? each team's like bottom three but you hope they're worse than buffalo yeah it's only fair buffalo struggled for a while <laughs> for <Yeah>. 40 years <laughs> no is it closer to 50 um it's past 50 they had really their, they had their 50th season with the canucks two seasons ago well Holy they struggled for a while fucking half century yeah <laughs> wait hang on a second I let the time get away from me. Oh, would you look at that? I did as well. Marcus, looks like it's time for Tyler's Tyler surprise headline. headline. Oh, yeah. We, we, we still haven't gotten rid of that yet. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> we will. We talk about it every week, but uh, <laughs> change that. Yeah. All right. Are you guys ready for this? Why did he ask us to get prepared? Again? Yeah, I don't know. Last time he did that. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. This, this is not near like, okay. like last right. time. Okay, good. I'm just asking if you're ready. I, oh, we're oh, ready. Oh, oh, and ready. let me just make sure that our listeners are ready. Because <laughs> it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Might make you go shoot some homeless people with a bow and arrow. It's Tyler's surprise headline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boys. Missing Turkish man joins a search party looking for himself. <laughs> Oh, please, please tell me dementia's involved. Like, this has to be no. a guy with dementia. <laughs> so, hey, guys, uh, what are we doing here? Ah, we're just looking for you. <laughs> oh. 51-year-old man went drinking with a friend in a forest in his town of Turkey. Wow, this guy just more and more Turkish. Yeah. <laughs> Late Tuesday, his wife reported him missing after he did not return home. And she heard he had walked away from his friend drunk. In the woods. <laughs> yeah. Gendermere and rescue teams were called into find Matulu. That's a cool name. Yeah. Who had Sounds like a hockey player. <laughs> Sounds like someone who'd get, join a search party looking for himself. <laughs> <laughs> who had gone to sleep in a house in the forest. Just found a cabin. Yeah. This was like a good place to hunker down for the night. He, he came across members of the search party in the morning and decided to help them find the missing person. He realized the. <laughs> he realized the focus of the search when they began calling his name. After a while, they said, "We're looking for Matulu." <laughs> I broke into a cold sweat when I heard my name. I told them I was Matula, but they continued to search. <laughs> they didn't believe me. The truth came out when my friend, 
Metsuit saw me. <laughs> so he was looking for hours for himself. Hours? That's hours. so funny. <laughs> Wait, I'm the guy you're looking for. No, you're not. Yeah, like, no way. That's yeah. a funny joke, dude. <laughs> Keep looking. They're like, that's some shit that would end up on Tyler's surprise headline. No way that's, that's what's going on here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Unreal. Looking for yourself. <laughs> That's so funny. Where are you? I wonder I'm here. here. Marco. <laughs> Marco. Matulu. <laughs> I wonder if he ever found himself. Went for uh -huh. a walk in the woods. Did he ever find Where him? are yeah. you? Yeah, where am I? The search party found him, but did he find himself? <laughs> a part of him is a part of him is still in that forest. <laughs> a part of him is still in that cabin. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, that's that's funny, man. Not a lot of people get to say they did something like that. That's yeah. that, that's some legendary stuff. That's right like a, yeah. that's like when when people uh, fake their own death and then attend their funeral in disguise. That that's what this is. Just looking for <laughs> yeah, little, yourself in, in a, a search, search party. party for myself. Yeah. A little bit earlier than a whole funeral, but <laughs> well, I get yeah. your point. He's, he's the type of guy that would fake his own death. <laughs> by accident. Yeah. No, yeah. He, people by would just accident. think he died. Like, oh, He'd died? show up and go, oh, a funeral. I'll, I'll pay my respects. <laughs> who, who died? <laughs> oh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm the dead guy. And they're like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> How did I die? <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> he went for a walk in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man <clears throat> never fails to impress man never ever that's what i'm here for I always find good stories <laughs> i don't know how <laughs> neither know. do we you never <laughs> sometimes i think you just make them up <laughs> but then again they're so crazy yeah, this is like no you way. you can't write them they're no, just yeah. they have to happen <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible all right. Well, this has been a blast. I'm so glad for all our listeners and everyone who's stuck around. Yeah, it has been fun. Just a reminder that um, you can find us or for serious email inquiries at VancouverBoysHockey at gmail.com. On Instagram, TikTok, and Twitch at VancouverBoysPodcast. And on Twitter at VancouverBoys underscore. We will... Uh, See y'all again next week. We will. That's right. Episode 27. Yeah. yeah. Come hang out with us on Twitch Wednesday yep. nights. So until then, uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Peace. I can't watch us on Twitch. <laughs>